Over the course of several hundred of Dr. Brewer's videos, there has been a lot of information provided on how people can help themselves with prevention, how they can diagnose some of their own potential health issues and how they can have a discussion about those issues with their doctor. So we wanted to do a short series on self-directed health care. These are how to do it yourself type videos that you can collect basic information on your health and if you see abnormalities you can take this information, discuss it with your doctor and move forward. Uh, one of the first things that we wanted to talk about is something so simple and basic as self-monitoring your own blood pressure. Many people don't do this. Uh, it's something that it's simple to do. It's quite inexpensive. Uh, as you know, when you go to your doctor for a physical or other checkup, one of the very first things they do is take your body weight. Uh, they do your blood oximetry. Uh, they do your blood pressure and pulse. Um, what often happens in a doctor setting is that people will have falsely elevated blood pressure. White coat hypertension as it's called. They're apprehensive about being at the doctor from the first place. They may have gotten there late. Uh, they might have been fighting traffic. They might have a deadline that they're going to be late for. All these factors contribute to false positive readings. Generally those people will have elevated blood pressure but not necessarily true hypertension. Back in November of 2017, the American Heart Association and the American College of Cardiology lowered the standards for high blood pressure. Uh, generally, doctors wouldn't treat or even consider a person having high blood pressure until they were in what is now called stage two hypertension. Stage two hypertension is when you're over basically 150 on up in systolic. Um, and as people age, they got older over 60, uh, they tend to look at it even uh, from a point that these people don't need treating till they even get higher blood pressure readings. So we wanted to look at some of those. But before we do that, my name is John Lorscheider, patient of PredMed. I'm a frequent contributor to Dr. Brewer's YouTube channel and run the PrevMed forum. Um, the new American College of Cardiology and American Heart Association guidelines, which came out in November last year, considered normal blood pressure 120 over 80. Um, as blood pressure increases, elevated blood pressure is somewhere between 120 and 129 with a systolic, diastolic of less than 80. Uh, for those not familiar, systolic blood pressure is the upper number, the number in the pressure in your arteries as your heart beats. When your heart is at rest, there's also pressure in the heart and that's considered diastolic. Well, stage one hypertension, that's where your systolic blood pressure is even higher between 130 and 139. And the diastolic, of course, being higher as well between 80 and 89. Uh, stage two hypertension is over 140. And of course, 
there are people, I know several, these people always have uh, extremely high blood pressure, sometimes well over 200 on uh, systolic. Uh, it's often a situational type thing, uh, basically under high stress. And uh, these people are in what's called hypertensive crisis. Those people go right to their doctor, uh, may even make a stop to the emergency room. Um, if you go to the American Heart Association's website, there's some good information on there. And they just put in the word blood pressure stages in the search bar and you'll get a really nice categorization here of blood pressure categories. Uh, suggest you print that out and keep that handy. It's very, very useful. Why do we even want to measure our blood pressure? It's a great question. Uh, anyone diagnosed with high blood pressure, obviously you need to monitor on a regular basis to see if you actually are making improvements, if you're getting worse, if your medications are working. High blood pressure is very damaging to the human body. Uh, it's damaging to the artery. It sets us up for the process of atherosclerosis. It's damaging to the veins and arteries that lead to our eyes. Uh, our kidneys, which is an extension of our blood vessels, and the microvasculature of the brain. Uh, all of these can be damaged by high blood pressure, and some of that damage is not reversible when blood pressure is lower. So people need to be aware of this. Um, high blood pressure is a silent disease. You don't know you have it. You can't feel it. People often are very surprised when a doctor tells them that they have high blood pressure. I was, I never knew it. I'm up in the 140s and 150s. I felt totally fine. Um, mine was caused by being hyperthyroid, probably a little bit to do with age and a bit to do with being overweight. Uh, worked at all those, got them corrected. My blood pressure's normalized, I feel good. I don't feel any different than I did when I had high blood pressure. So this is something that needs to be looked at on an individual basis and don't depend on your doctor who you go visit once a year to tell you you're fine. Um, individuals with blood pressure medications, you need to know if they're working. So of course you need to check these on a more regular basis to see if you're being over-medicated or under-medicated. Anybody with cardiovascular risk factors, you know, atherosclerosis for one, heart failure, you can go right on down the line, many of them. Uh, women who are pregnant, obviously they need to be very careful for the, their sake and the sake of their unborn child. Uh, and people often have false readings, like I mentioned before, when you're in a doctor's office in kind of a tension type environment, people coming and going, uh, it's not relaxing. Uh, so these people will have what's called white coat hypertension. They see the doctor, blood pressure goes right up. It's a normal thing. It's not abnormal to have that. People should keep a blood pressure log and track this for several weeks. Do it at home, do it in the quiet and comfort of a nice setting like a, a den or an office, some place where uh, the dog and the kids and uh, the TV's not on. We'll talk a little bit how to go about that. Uh, and then there are people <clears throat> who 
have normal blood pressure when they're in their doctor's office, but when they get home, they have what's called mass hypertension. Their blood pressure is elevated when they're in the comfort of their home because maybe their home isn't so comfortable. Maybe there's a lot of stressful things going on when they get home in the day. And people with arrhythmias often is difficult to get good blood pressure readings uh, because their heart rate is irregular, their blood pressure can be abnormal as well. So those should be discussed with your doctor on an individual basis on what method you should use for monitoring your, your blood pressure. You need to track your blood pressure. This is one of thousands that I found out on the internet. It's a nice blood pressure tracking chart. It looks at the date, the time of day, uh, your systolic, your high number, uh, your diastolic, which is your low blood pressure number, and your heart rate. All good information to track. Do that three, maybe four times a day. Maybe when you get up in the morning, a couple times during late morning, once in the afternoon, and maybe before you go to bed. And do that for two to three weeks. Um, what I found is, in doing some reading, that many people do take their own home blood pressure readings, but they may not necessarily be doing it correctly. This just happens to be a, a nice picture I found out on the internet. Um, when you, the doctor taught me this years ago, about five years ago, he said, look, don't let me take your blood pressure and don't believe what I tell you. He said, you do this at home, you go sit at your desk, you find some real quiet time during the day and during the evening. Um, he said, do a little reading, relax, sit there for five minutes or so. Don't think about your blood pressure. Basically sit there and relax. Keep your arm out to like this fella right here, up to about 90 degrees. Keep it at about heart level. Stay seated, keep your back supported, and just totally relax. Breathe normally, uh, don't cross your legs, uh, and be comfortable, and then take your reading. And he said, do that two or three times and just average those three readings out. I found that to be very helpful. I got some very consistent and accurate readings, much better than I did um, when I was doing it incorrectly. So how do you do this? How do you measure your blood pressure? Well, there's four basic types of blood pressure devices. You can buy all these. You can buy these anywhere. Yeah, I just went on Amazon, took a look, see what's out there. This is the type blood pressure reading device that is typically used in a medical setting. Clinics will often use is what's called a sphygmomanometer. Uh, it's a little bit awkward for self-monitoring because it's generally better done by somebody else for you. Uh, basically uses an upper arm blood pressure cuff, but it also requires the use of a stethoscope. And it monitors very closely at what point blood starts to stop and restart flow in your arm. They're very accurate and they're very inexpensive. They're like $16 on Amazon, really not bad. Uh, for a do-it-yourselfer, a digital desktop upper arm monitor like this. This happens to be the one that I use. I like it a lot. I get very consistent readings 
has a memory function in there. I can go back and see what all my readings were over the course of a week or a month. Um, consistent readings, very comfortable and simple to use. Uh, this runs about $50. I just looked it up. Uh, it's $60 with a, a $10 instant discount on Amazon. Uh, it's upper end of the Omron range, which reportedly is the most doctor-recommended type blood pressure monitor out there today. Uh, there's some new gadgets. This happens to be an upper arm monitor <clears throat> that syncs with your smartphone. Uh, it's probably a little too much information. I've never used one, so I can't say that how accurate it might be. But uh, it's a gadget for the people who are more tech-minded. And then, of course, there's wrist monitors. Uh, these are the least accurate of all the monitors out there compared to the upper arm monitors. Uh, they're convenient. Uh, some people like them. Uh, it's very sensitive to arm position. You move a little bit and the readings are all over the board. So I'm not real sure that that's the one I would recommend. But if you keep track of your blood pressure and you keep a log, and you see abnormalities and you see trends, you see an upward trend, maybe you start out during the day in the normal range, you know, the 120 over 80 range, but you see it progressively increasing where you're getting up there to stage one or the stage two hypertension ranges. Uh, that, that's something you want to have a discussion with your doctor. Uh, today with the, the new um, ways to communicate with your doctor through uh, email and through the portal on their practice. You can often upload a document like a blood pressure chart. Just send it to them and say, what do you think? Um, your doctor, if they subscribe to the American College of Cardiology, the American Heart Association's guidelines, uh, they will look at it. However, not all doctors agree. Uh, the American Academy of Family Physi uh, Physicians disagree with the, uh, the new standards that I talked about. Uh, they like to wait till people get upwards of the 150s before they look at it. To me, that's very high. I wish I would have um, had a doctor that adopted the new standards years ago. Uh, I found out I've had damage to my arteries. Uh, I had an MRI on my brain for another unrelated reason and the doctor commented on how much microvascular damage I had. So I'm more cautious about that today and a little prevention on your part might save you from having serious complications down the road. So I hope this is helpful. Uh, this is something simple and inexpensive to do. And like I said, this is the first in the part of self-directed healthcare, more videos to come on how to help yourself. Uh, thank you for your interest.